0: Welcome to Rise and Shine, the podcast dedicated to women in home building who are ready to rise professionally and shine personally. I am your host, Abby Cornelius, and I am thrilled to embark on this empowering journey with you. Together, we're going to dive into the world of leadership, sales, mindset, results, and corporate climbing, all tailored to the unique experiences of women in this industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, Rise and Shine is here to provide you with actionable insights, inspiring stories, and expert advice to propose Pull you forward in your career, and illuminate your personal growth. So if you're ready to break some barriers, conquer challenges, and redefine success on your own terms, you are in the right place. It's time to rise, it's time to shine, and it all starts right here. Let's get started. I'm going to tell you a story of three fishing boats. All three fishing boats were the same size, they had the same equipment on board, they had the same number of crew members, and they set out the same time of day. Upon their return, the, fish, the first fishing boat came into the docks and the team seemed a little defeated. As you peek around to the back of the boat, you realize they had very little fish on board. This boat was called the SS Empty Net. The SS Empty Net was a new crew. They hadn't been working together very long. They certainly didn't communicate well when they were out at sea and they hadn't quite learned these waters. They didn't know where the fish were yet and they couldn't find the ones that were able to be caught. The second ship, the SS Middling Minnow, came onto the docks. And this, this crew seemed happy. They were, they, they had a great haul, a normal haul for what they would get for the day. They were high-fiving each other. Hey, good job. Have a great day. Um, there was one little grumpy crew member in the back who had an idea that he expressed. He wanted to try some new parts of the water, and the captain shot him down really quick. Um, and so he was a little discouraged because he thought they could have and should have had a better haul. But at the end of the day, the ship met its goal. They met their fish quota and everybody went home happy. The third ship that came up to the docks was a seasoned crew. They'd been working together for decades. The trust was strong. It was if you watched them on the seas, it was almost as if they were moving without communicating because they were that comfortable with each other. Before they headed out for the day, they had a they had a crew meeting and a few of the crew members pitched to the captain that they wanted to explore some new seas. They had showed him the data about this turn in the currents and the turn in the seasons and how they think that the fish may have shifted to a new area. And they think that they could get a really big haul if they went to this new part of the sea. The captain obliged as he trusted his team and, you know, they they presented really well some compelling arguments. So they decided to head out to this new part of the sea and they ended up getting double the amount of fish that they would normally get. So it's coming back to the docks. They're singing their sea chanties. They're so grateful for double the profits. And they all go out to the to the local pub and celebrate together. Oh, we did good today, mateys. <laughs> and they were just very, I, I turned them into pirates somehow, but <laughs> they all they all had just such a wonderful time together. And I know this is a bit of an exaggeration the empty net, the middling minnow, and the SS fantastic fortune, but this is what happens every day in business. And what I see is an example between these three stories is the power of people and positioning to impact your profitability. And so when I was preparing for this podcast, I originally wanted to make this one the triple threat of leadership because you know in in the performing world somebody's a triple threat if they can sing act and dance and in athletics you know somebody's a triple threat if they can run jump and throw like they've got these skills that aren't normally paired together but when they are it kind of makes you unstoppable and when when I think of a triple threat in acting the first person I think of is Hugh Jackman because I could love him as Wolverine or I could love him in The Greatest Showman like it's just crazy two very different things right but he can sing he can dance he can act um And there's a million examples of this, but when I think about a triple threat as a leader, it's that person that understands profit. They've got that business, you know, savviness and that understanding of, you know, just the basics of how this industry works and how you can drive profits. But they also know that in order to achieve that, they do so through people and positioning. And when I say positioning, positioning means a lot of different things. Positioning means... Um, First and foremost, yes, understanding your buyer, your end user, right, of your product or service, understanding the market, but positioning is really that understanding of everything, and then how to collaborate and create win-wins and pitch professionally. So I would imagine on the empty net, one of the crew members just said, hey, captain, I'd love us to go over to latitude and longitude X and Y, and I think there might be more fish there. That's not a very compelling positioning statement, right? But the crew member in the Fantastic Fortune who says, hey, captain, here is what we noticed in the current shifts. Here's where we noticed in, you know, fish breeding grounds. Here's what we noticed in the temperature of the water. And based on this data experience tells us the fish are going to be, you know, 500 miles, whatever, west of here. And that's where we need to head out for the day. And so that's a powerful positioning statement. And so people who are on the rise or leaders need to be mindful of how to position, how to understand their people, their market enough, and their profitability to create these powerful positioning statements up and down. And so for me as a salesperson, it was about positioning up. As a middle-level manager, it was about not only positioning up to my my big bosses, but it was also about positioning down to those that I managed and doing a good job of that. I always crack up when you see these great videos of like, you know, CEO speeches in boardrooms talking to their board of directors. And they're so powerful and they're so great at positioning. And then when it comes to like talking to their team, they don't, they don't use any of those same skills. It's just like do this because I said so. And it's like you haven't spoken to their needs, you haven't provided a benefit. You've done nothing to get Um, commitment, you're just forcing compliance. But yeah, when it comes to their board and and speaking up, it's all about, I need buy-in and I need you guys on board with this. And it's like this commitment message. But the best leaders are the one who take that commitment mindset, that positioning mindset to all levels, those above them, those below them, those on their sides. They understand that people is how we get the job done. People being our customers, people being our internal customers, our coworkers, our team members, right? And so it's really, to me, a triple threat in business is somebody who understands people, positioning and profits. And so for you, if you're a leader on the rise, I would ask you, what do you feel is your strength? Where do you shine? Do you shine with people? Do you feel like you really understand them? you're very emotional, intelligent, you have high emotional intelligence, you're, you realize that you cannot do this alone. You need a great relationship with the other departments that you work with. Like that's kind of your, your sweet spot, or maybe you're really phenomenal at positioning. Like you have experience in sales. Maybe you just feel like you've figured out the magic formula for the perfect pitch. Or you just really enjoy pitching. Some people just have that in their blood. Um, I remember high school and college having friends. Everybody's like, oh, they're going to be a lawyer. They love to argue. They always love to like state their case. (laughs) It's like stating your case is great and pitching is great, but it needs to be mutually beneficial for for it to be successful in leadership. And then maybe you're that person that's on the finance side and you're highly logical and you totally get income statements and balance sheets and you understand ROI and... uh, EBIT and all, all of these things, you know, earnings per share. like you get all of that. And that kind of geeks you out and that's fun. Um, and, and that's good too. But here's the thing. If you're only good at one of these three things, you're always going to be a little deficient because you can love people and put your business in the, in the red. You can be so focused on initiatives and people, things, and all of this that isn't strategic enough. It's not positioned well enough to also drive profit that you kind of miss out and you can put your company under. Um, You could care so much about positioning and positioning your own agenda that you're not being mindful of your people, or you're so focused on profitability that it's at the detriment of your people. So you do a good job positioning, good job profitability, but then you burn your whole people side of, of the triple threat. And then you're constantly stuck in this cycle of having to rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. You don't get that benefit of the fantastic fortune where your team can work together almost in silence because they're so trusting and they're so well in tuned with what each other's doing um, because you, you've burned that people side of your business. And you can be phenomenal at finance and have great ideas and you can even be great at finance and great at positioning and know what we need to do and how we need to do it. But it means nothing if you cannot get your people to engage in those processes. So. I want you to think about who you are, where's your strength lie? And where is there maybe an opportunity for improvement? And then I want you to go out and find that person that has that strength. So if you are somebody who has zero experience and the the fact that I even said income statement and balance sheet makes your head hurt, Go find somebody in your finance department, go find somebody um, in your network that maybe has an accounting background or something along those lines that you could ask, can I spend a couple hours with you and you just give me like accounting 101, give me finance 101, business finance 101 and help walk me through this, right? And then maybe you offer in exchange, whatever your strength is like, Hey, I'd love to tell you about how I view people and how I, you know, lead people and and you share with them your gift as well. Maybe you're not great at positioning. Maybe you struggle at getting your thoughts together and presenting it. and, And you feel like you have all these great ideas, but you keep hearing no, have all these great ideas, keep hearing no, bring up yet another idea. And I keep hearing no, and maybe that you're not positioning it right. And maybe that you haven't found that magic formula on how to trigger what you need out of either your employees or your boss to get those yeses, right? Um, or maybe you're really good at numbers, you're really good at positioning and packaging, but you feel like people just are not engaging, people are not buying in, they're not taking action, and that's the area that you need to focus on. So do that today to have like an honest moment with yourself, dig into where are your strengths, where are your opportunities, and say, hey, if I if I plan on rising and shining and really growing in this industry and growing in my career, how can I become a triple threat? What can I do today to gain new skills in one of these three? Areas. I promise you, if you can figure out the people and the positioning, the profitability will come. But you need to know what profitability, good profitability looks like so that you can utilize people in positioning to help make that happen. And you can use profitability and positioning to help your people. There's just It's a a beautiful trifecta. It's a beautiful way for you to show up as a fantastic leader and take care of all three sides of what has to happen to run a successful business. All right, ladies, go ahead. Have a great day. I hope you shine bright today. And as always, if you need anything, I am here for you. Reach out to me, Abby at abbycornelius.com if you want to continue this conversation together. All right. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Rise and Shine. We hope you're leaving today's conversation feeling inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to make a meaningful impact on your career and life. Remember, your journey is unique, and every step you take brings you closer to your goals. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a moment of empowerment, and share with a friend, somebody who you think may benefit from this episode too. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, insights, and even topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes by connecting with us on social media or leaving a review. Your feedback helps us tailor Rise and Shine to meet your unique needs. Until next time, keep rising, keep shining, and keep making your mark in the world of home building.